This is an AMI podcast. Welcome to Double Tap Canada, the show where blind people talk tech. Have your say. Call us, text us to 844-971-1999. That's 844-971-1999. Tweet us at Double Tap Canada and find us on Facebook. Just search for Double Tap Canada. Now here's your favorite Double Tappers. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. This is Double Tap Canada and it is I, Stephen Scott, back with you once again today. I will say though, uh, even though we have Sean Priest with us. Hello, Sean Priest. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you, Stephen Scott. Uh, we do also have the man himself, Mark Alfalalo. Hello, hello, everybody. Thank you for having me this week. Thank you. Have I been gone that long? Have oh, I been gone that long? We missed you. Feels like, like forever. Where have I been? been? Where have I been? Oh, it's been like two weeks because I was on vacation one week. Then the other week, you guys recorded before I could even come on. That I liked deliberate. that. It was good. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, I deliberate. know that was deliberate. Trust me, I know. <laughs> you know oh, what I'm doing nice right now, like. Stephen? You know Say what I'm again? doing? I'm pr- you know what I'm doing right now, Stephen? I, I, do I, should I ask? Uh, you, you should ask. Okay. Ask me. What are you doing right now, Mark? What are you doing right now, Mark? I'm shopping for electric cars because God knows I can't afford gas anymore. <laughs> <laughs> now he wants electric. Now he's not on this salary. Like, nah. Exactly. I know. I know. See, this is a good thing about getting the bus. You know, you don't have to worry about things like that. You know, the, the bus, someone else deals with that problem. How do you know what I'm looking at? I'm looking at the brand new design for the Volkswagen. Bus. I guess they call it a bus. No, they call uh, it a Euro. The what do they call it? The Eurovan or what? Oh, yeah, okay. that. Surf bus. Surf bus. Ah, do I have to surf? Uh, yes. Yes, you do. I'm sorry. Oh, crap. Okay. Sounds next. Like a cool bus. Yeah. Uh, you could that get a, bike. Like a cool bus. Hi guys. Electric bikes. Hi. We've missed you. What a week to be back. Nothing's going on this week. Oh, please. I know it's, it's all very <laughs> depressing, isn't it? I mean, you know, if you watch the news and look, if you come here to get the news. Well, it's tech news you come here for. I know that's a bit of a joke in itself. But, you know, you come here for the tech news. We try to inform you. I know there's a world of pain out there going on at the moment. But look, no, let's let's just put that to the side, guys. Let's just agree in our own little world, a little truce here, that we don't talk about it here. Because, look, people don't come here for that. They, they come here to get entertained. Uh, hang on a second. Legally, I have to put air quotes in there. Um, the entertained, yeah, entertained, yes. Allegedly. Right. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> for, the, for the lawyers, yes. AMI lawyers are on the case with that one, and they've said, uh, yes, you must say allegedly. Um, how, was, uh, how was the holiday? How was the va- or you call it vacation? You know what? It was It was good. You know, it was the first vacation in, uh, again, two and a half, probably three years. Uh, felt really strange to go into an airport and to get on a plane um, somewhat civil. I mean, people were, especially on the Canadian side, wearing masks and being very cordial to each other, keeping our distances and stuff. Oh. Felt uh, felt good on the plane. Felt good. Uh, uh, you know, it was all interesting until I landed in Florida and all all rules were out the window. It was basically like <laughs> you leave the airport and, and, and it's like cowboy, cowboy, uh, everybody running around with their guns. I don't know. It was uh, it was fine. It was uh, a couple shocking moments, like when the elevator opened as we were getting back to the hotel and. 13 people walked out with drinks and no masks, laughing jovially with each other all as the four of us stared on looking, going, <laughs> we're all going to die. Um, but it's OK. It's OK. And we and we got a couple of looks, too, uh, because we were in the elevator, of course, with our masks on and uh, people would be like, oh, well, we're not getting in there. Now, I wasn't sure if it was because they thought that we would be offended if they came in the elevator or maybe they thought that we were wearing masks. So we must have been sick. So they were trying to avoid us. Yes. Uh, either way, it worked out well in my favor because no one came in the elevator. 
Yeah. Uh, so, good time had by all, everybody. Good had. I even saw a rocket launch. It was not a SpaceX. Although, okay, hang on. I, I need to rewind here. You guys don't want to talk, right? No, okay. No, good. no, you carry uh, on. Oh, no, I'm, I'm quite happy um, this week to let we, you just go for it. <laughs> <laughs> we dr- drove an hour and a half from Orlando, Florida to Cape Canaveral, where uh, where the, uh, the space launches happened from. And uh, we went, uh, it wasn't a SpaceX launch. It was the Atlas V rocket launching up the new GPS satellite into the orbit. Uh, wow. Really, really fun experience. Uh, you know, the, the t- temperature difference from inland to the ocean was shocking. Uh, and then that, that thing just takes off, and it just it's absolutely insane to watch that happen in person. Two days later, there was a SpaceX launch. We did not go back for it. I kind of regret that because it would have been cool to see that rocket come back down. Um, yeah, but uh, I did see it from the hotel. You could see it launch from the hotel um, all in the distance. But it's still I mean, people who live in that area, they're seeing that like every every two, three days now they're launching broomsticks into the I mean, space shuttles into the or <laughs> rockets into the into the sky. It's funny, so, right? Because uh, in London, a lot of people complain near Heathrow Airport. They complain that, you know, planes are always flying overhead. And, oh, it's so annoying, the noise. And like to compare that to living there. It's, it's like um, the entire ground is like... You know, but you know what it is? Off. It is pretty far away from, from any kind of habitation. Uh, it's like off on its own little peninsula, you know, Kennedy Space Center and the and the launch pad. So you certainly wouldn't you need hear to cut it. the grass very often if that was nearby, would you? I mean, it would... Oh, God, no. God, no. Every week, yeah. One of the cool things was as you drive into this, it's a national park now where we went. And as you drive in, you could see off to the distance, even though it's covered in the brush, the old the old landing strip where the space shuttles used to come and land. Because don't forget, they used to actually fly back to Earth, right? And then kind of glide in. And you could see that in the distance, which was pretty cool. So a lot of history there. And I think it's one of those experiences that, you know, if you live there, obviously it's 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 whatever. But to go out and see it is a, a pretty cool experience. Do you think those guys get like the little pretzels as well when they're on there, and maybe the little uh, bag of peanuts? Yeah, but a bag of peanuts, maybe. Yeah. Can't wait. Well, peanuts allergies. You got to worry about that. Vodka and Coke. Can you eat them? Yeah. Can you eat them at that angle? I mean, I, I don't even find that quite. I'd be like spilling them on myself. I, you know, I worry about these you things. You probably have to wait till you get the cruising altitude and, right, and then they, and zero then they gravity, drinks, I guess. Right. And, yeah. <laughs> You know what? I forgot about those those first spacecraft that used to fly up and then fly back down again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I mean they would. I mean they would. They would go through intense G's coming back in. I mean they weren't really flying; they had wings. But I mean it, it didn't. It glided back. It glided back. Yeah, yeah but, it so, glided back. I mean, so what's the big deal about the reusable rocket? I mean, it's the same thing. Surely. Because nobody's on it. It's it's just all remote controlled. That's I mean, and it's also oh. it's there's no aerodynamics to it. It's literally just a cylinder that's falling. And it's just falling in quite precision. <laughs> I know, it is amazing. Yeah, it is. But it sounds like a great place to go. I, I went. My only time in my life in Florida was at a convention for the National Federation of the Blind. And uh, I remember going to, this was my ex, the most exciting part of it, was I had half a day where I could go to some shopping center, mall somewhere, and bought uh, Pluto the dog for my wife at the Disney store. I did also, I will say, buy a NASA cup uh, because I felt that was appropriate. And that was it. That's good. Yeah, that was it. That was my entire experience. I mean, the funny thing was... You are such a tourist. I know. I, I went there <laughs> and I remember like going past like all these kids going to Disneyland and Disney World, whatever it is, and you know, all that stuff and you know, all, all the kind of Florida things. Um, but I just... I, I, and I went to Walmart and bought some milk, uh, some bread, uh, some ham... <laughs> And then put that all in my mini fridge to avoid spending a huge amount of money. Well, but here's uh, here's the lunch. funny thing though. 
Here's the funny thing, though, is that, you know, where we stayed, Orlando is just a tourist town. It's an absolute tourist town. Yeah. So we stayed at this Marriott uh, kind of like right in the middle of Convention Center Drive. And the cool thing was, is that you're so close to Disney World that eight o'clock, you see the fireworks over the castle. You don't see the castle. You just see the fireworks at nine o'clock. You see the fireworks over Epcot Center. So you really see you can really see everything. We actually didn't even go into. Sorry. We went into Disney Springs, which is like the shopping area, which what an experience in terms of get me out of here. The amount of people in close proximity, like I was done. I was done. I have a bad knee after walking for an hour and a half and trying to find somewhere to eat that wasn't a three hour wait. We were out of there so fast. And and the only other Disney like experience was we wanted to see the fireworks up close, but I didn't want to go into the park. We don't care about the rides and all that stuff. So we we made a reservation at one of the uh, restaurants in one of the hotels that are right there on the property. We drove in, said, here's my reservation. They valet parked my car. We had dinner for a reasonable price, watched the fireworks and left. It was great. Sounds ideal. You're just a cheapskate, aren't you? I love it. Yeah, no, me. Like, yeah, you want my credit idea. card bill? You can pay my credit card bill, okay? You call me a cheapskate, god damn it. Uh, th- you have two little kids and go to Florida. That's the problem, isn't it? You don't, no no, I don't, listen, guys, between between us, okay? Yeah. And, and if there are any uh, women out there listening or partners out there listening who... Uh-huh. who okay, just, just stop listening for a couple seconds, okay, guys? Right, right. My wife's idea of a vacation is really relaxation and shopping. Mm. Yeah. Now, I don't know when that happened. But that's not cheap. No, no, it's not. And I'm not talking about the relaxation part. <laughs> Oddly anyway, enough. Okay, you guys can you can come back, guys. You can listen. Now. Okay. Yeah. The thing is, I I'm more of a shopper than my wife is. I know that sounds weird, but I I enjoy the no, shops we know. more. Yeah, no, no, I don't mean, I mean, obviously tech stuff, right? But, you know, my wife will go into the clothes stores and stuff and she'll have a look around, but she's very quick in, out, that's it. You know, yeah, I've had a look around, nothing really interests me. And then she comes out and we go to the next shop and then she's the one saying to me, can we go home now? And it's, it all seems the wrong way around. No. Yeah. yeah, that is the wrong way around. You know what, what this, this, I realised something this week, you know, and it has to kind of do with this, which is, you know, you guys, you, you laugh at me and you kind of poke fun at me. Oh, look at the little sighted guy over there. Um, oh, we can use him. We'll take advantage of him. Come log into my computer, Mark, because Sorry. you can see yeah. and do stuff for yep, me. Yep, yep. You know, which I, you take advantage of me. I get it, you know. And, and Absolutely. I've never felt like the roles were reversed until yesterday when I was shopping online for video cards because my son's graduating soon. And I'm trying to buy a video card. And Stephen goes, you want a you want a video card from here? I'm like, what are you talking about? He's pointing at his PC in the corner that he spent who knows how much money for. He's like, well, I don't need the video card for anything. You know, I'm blind. I'm like, you know what? That's the first notch on my wall. The benefit of being friends with with low, you know people who are blind is that you know you can give me stuff like that. So uh, I finally feel a little bit redeemed that you you know take advantage of me. I take advantage of you a little bit, but you offered. I did. I did offer. And I will say, you know, I said this to a guy I know who runs a computer shop. I said, you know, sell all your laptops with broken screens to the blind people. That's the way to do it. Because us blind people, we don't care. You know, so if you've got a laptop, because you had a laptop sitting there and it had a broken screen. And, I, and he's like, I just don't know what to do with it. And I said, find a blind person. They'll buy yeah. it. Because if the computer works, who cares? There's a website. There's an there's opportunity here. Uh, <laughs> broken, la- broken laptops for the blind? Broken laptops for the blind. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Is that good? .com. I'm looking it up right com. now. Yeah, look it up Please, right nobody, now. Nobody mention the email address. Don't mention the email address. GoDaddy. Right GoDaddy.com. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Get, get the crowdfunding on that. Uh, stick around. We're going to talk about the Apple event. Oh, yes, the Apple event. We're going to get into that and talk about what we may or may not be interested in. And uh, also, can you fall in love with an aeroplane? 
We'll get into that in a moment. This is Double What's Tap Apple? Canada. We'll be back in a moment. <laughs> hey, Double Tappers. Want to get involved? Call the show now at 1-844-971-1999 or email feedback at ami.ca and have your say. This is Double Tap Canada. It's a tech show. Honest. Yes, it is. So let's talk tech, for goodness sake. Uh, so, Please. yes. Let's talk about the Apple event because, of course, it happened. Uh, Mark, you were here for it. You were you were back at that point. And if I wasn't, you don't think I would have watched it ten minutes later. Exactly. I was, uh, funny enough, I was actually getting my knee scanned at an MRI. God, those things are loud. Don't do that. It's not for fun. No. Um, and I caught up quite quickly afterwards. Yeah, it's a shame you were. Yeah, because I must admit, I was texting him through, going, "I don't think you should watch this, Mark." Because you know, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. But of course, <laughs> I, re- I responded quickly because I, at that point, you see, here's the fun thing about Apple events: is they start with all the fluff, right? Mm. Oh, we're gonna play baseball. Who cares about baseball? I know, who sorry, cares? Those, sorry, guys who like baseball. Um, I'm not yeah, sorry. and and then by the time I tuned in, it was like I literally tuned into the point in time when they said, "Compare this brand new Mac Studio to the Mac Pro, and it blows it away for only four thousand dollars." And I'm like. God damn it, freaking Stephen Scott. <laughs> I know, I was I'm, honestly, as soon as they mentioned it, I think there was one figure that stood out above all at the Mac Studio that we're going to get into in detail, but um, the Mac Studio, the, the essentially the Mac Mini uh, on steroids. Pro, Mac Mini Pro, I guess? Mac Mini Pro... Uh, yeah. Mac Pro Mini. Pro, Mac Pro Mini. I mean, Mac what Pro is this Mini. thing? Why did they stick it inside the monitor? Anyway, we'll get to that. But look... Um, the one stat that really stood out was something like it's sixty percent faster than the top end Mac Pro. <laughs> Mac Pro, and I'm like, oh my! I, I was my head was my hands for you, thinking, well, you yeah. know, you, just just this is the, take a baseball bat to that thing now because it is clearly dead. You know, I, I the amount of space I'm going to save in my rack um, <laughs> when yeah. I when I trade up the twenty one thousand dollar Mac Pro for the $4,000 Mac Studio and get better performance out of it, that's when I'm going to, you know, lose my mind. But yeah, I'm fine. I'm okay. I can deal. I've, 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 You've accepted it. I've accepted it. I've had another it, yeah. year and a half with the, with the Mac Pro, oh. and I'm, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it, especially when they send me a Mac Studio and say, hey, make some comparisons, and I'll be like, I hate you. <laughs> but wait, they did mention that they have got something in store for the Mac Pro, didn't they? That was the first time I've ever heard them tease something like yes. that. Did you hear that? Yeah. And That's it was like, weird. okay, whatever. Most people are like, whatever. What did he mean? And then everybody else is like, oh my god, it's coming. <laughs> Not that we didn't know, <laughs> but come on. Yeah, but it was just a throwaway line, you know. We're that's something to come or something like that and, and then they just moved on so i mean it's obvious obvious that the map pro was going to get going to get the apple silicone treatment right but uh still it's exciting how and when's many that going to come chips out? you think they can stack on top of each other now? well that's the thing yeah exactly <laughs> i i wouldn't be surprised if we saw apple supercomputer at some point if you can yeah, that that what was it called? Ultra Fusion Intraconnect. If you can connect all these SOCs together, well, let's put a thousand together and see how powerful that thing is. What that really means, by the way, it's fancy way of saying we used little alligator clips and just connected the chips together. <laughs> <laughs> so, l- l- okay, let's start there then, right? Because the Mac Studio is the big news of it all. I mean, of course, there was the iPad Air, there was the iPhone SE three, all widely rumored, and and more than likely they were going to come along, even though Sean didn't think so. Have you eaten humble pie yet on that one, Sean Priest? Um, no, I think I was. I don't think it should have come along. The SE. It, it was. You don't pointless. think it should have? <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think they made a mistake. Bad idea. They should have listened to me. They should have listened to Sean and not the entire planet who said yes, please. Well, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Okay, fine. Um, but yeah, the Mac Studio is the latest addition to the family. It's not a pro. 
Uh, they have, of course, teased that's coming soon. I cannot imagine, and Mark, I'm really intrigued to hear your thoughts on this one when we get to it, but I, I think the Mac Studio in itself, really interesting design, lots of ports, of course. It's got the USB-Cs, well, the USB-C, which is Thunderbolt 4. Um, hilarious moment when uh, I was looking at the cab- a cable for the, I guess, the Apple Studio display, the new 27-inch monitor that connects it to the Mac Mini, or indeed, I guess, other devices, but I think it's for the, the Mac Mini. Um, $159 in the US for this cable, a 1.8-meter Thunderbolt 4 cable. is I think it's also fiber optic, by the way. I'm pretty sure it's fiber optic. I think it needs to be active. for that price, yeah. I mean, yeah. you yeah. be expecting a There's lot. There's got to be something else going yeah. on there for that I mean, price. Let, let's talk about design here. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it looks, it looks like two Mac Minis kind of stacked on top of each other. Lots of cooling in the bottom. It's designed to be on your desktop, so they've put that SD card reader on the front along with two Thunderbolt uh, th- uh, 4 ports right on the front so you can plug in peripherals, which is great. On the back, they've got a lot of opportunities there. So you've got four more Thunderbolt 4 ports. You've got two USB Type-A, HDMI. The power is no longer a power brick. You can just plug it right into the device itself, which is which is pretty cool. Um, and the headphone jack. I mean, it's pretty it's pretty simple across the board. I think the size really is all about cooling inside. I think when they do take this apart, we're going to see that there's a lot of power management and cooling going on because they can now use that space. So why not use it? Yeah. It's and there's, because... there's also a 10 gig Ethernet, isn't there? 10 gigabit Ethernet. Yeah, it is 10 gig Ethernet. And, and, and let's, you know, you know, starting price in Canadian dollars, twenty four ninety nine mm. for the for the first, I guess, the M1 Max version. And then you can configure this all the way up to 10,000 Canadian or 8,000 American. And that wow. would be the M1 Ultra chip, which is basically two M1 Max chips kind of working together, 48-core GPU, 32-core neural, uh, neural engine, um, incredible amount of bandwidth, 20-core CPU. I mean, it's absolutely insane when you compare the fact that the Mac Pro, okay, when I go hit Mac and I hit Mac Pro, the starting price on the Mac Pro um, is in the rack, it's $8,000. It's $8,129. Seventy-four ninety-nine starting price for the tower. That's Canadian Mac Pro. That's Canadian dollars. So for that starting price, you get a Mac Mini form computer that blows it out of the water. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. It's amazing, and the pricing structure is all over the place on this one, and that's partly because of the Intel issue and the, the transition. And hopefully, this will all resolve itself. It also feels quite awkward at the minute because I mean, there's rumours of an M1 or an M2 Mac Mini coming soon as well, and it, it almost feels like it's going too fast for itself. <laughs> you know, they, they also yeah. can't keep up. I mean, you feel that there needs to be some kind of reset somewhere to say, right, look, well, let's just scrap all this and start again, um, because the, the new devices are coming out too quickly. I mean, there's talk of maybe later in the year the new colourful um, MacBook Airs, which are possibly yeah. coming out, modelled on the iMac. And those will have M1s in them, um, possibly a yeah, new I think there's a, there Pro, is a naming but, there's a naming issue here. You know? There is. There is Too with many M1 Max and Ultra and all this stuff. I, I think you almost, the Ultra should have almost been the M2, you know, probably. I agree. Um, but yeah. they've got, I'm sure they've got something going on here. I'm sure once we, once we see the Intel chips disappear, and we see just their own silicon, I think there's going to be some kind of reset in the naming across the board. I think the M1, M2 standalone without any, you know, any adding, you know, anything added to it are going to be like those mobile friendly, ready to go, you know, stick in an iPad, stick in a Mac mini, uh, sorry, stick in a Mac mini, stick in a, in a, in a laptop mobile yeah. 
mobile grade processor and the second you add the max or the ultra that's when you start to get up to you know your desktop grade but maybe they maybe i think uh, quite honestly like try to simplify it m1 mobile m1 desktop like i mean maybe mm. that's the way to do it you know m2 mobile m2 desktop either way they all blow away what intel is coming out with um although <laughs> but, but again, we were expecting to see some cool stuff from intel this year got to remember yeah but let's be honest it's gonna you know burst into flames you know as soon as you turn it on and you ask it to open chrome i mean it just it's it's not it's not there that's the even problem. if it doesn't even if they have cracked the the mobile cpu market which they left behind so they left it too long even if they do crack it now it's too late i mean apple's gone right apple's not going to turn back of course not no i mean we're not this isn't power pc uh, I don't imagine a day coming. I mean, who knows, right? I mean, I, I, would we have thought? I mean, when when did we get the the heads up that we were, the Apple were going down this route, Mark? When did we know? Two years. That, it was about two years ago. Did we think at that point before we knew that that Apple would ever walk away from Intel? Did we think that was going to happen? No, not at all, not at all. But here's the thing: is I agree with with the consensus here. I don't think we're ever going to go back because just look at the benefits from a consumer standpoint. Like we're seeing incredible cost savings here. The mm. entry level price, yes, it's twenty four, you know, twenty four ninety nine on this on this Mac Studio. But look at like the M one, you know, the M one MacBook Air, for example. It's what twelve ninety nine. Yeah, like we've we've come down to what I would say is probably within five hundred dollars of what I would call really good affordable pricing. Like if you compare it to the PC market out there, you, for what you get for twelve ninety nine in a MacBook Air M one. That's an incredible value. If that was Intel, add a thousand dollars to that, or but, but yeah. maybe it seems like that. Maybe they're just you know lowering the price because they can, and there's you know a larger margin because they're making it. But my perception is is that we're now getting into way more powerful machines for a fraction of the cost. I think I, I'm always intrigued by the pricing strategy of Apple because I look at the Mac Mini. I always go back to this base level Mac Mini that I the first one I bought that blew me away. And, you know, every YouTube video I watched before I bought it was like, you know, this is just performing incredibly. And it was one of the first times that we had gotten. I remember, I always remember during that presentation of M1, there was a graph that someone had talked about. And it was like, just two lines, <laughs> no access or any understanding of what these no. lines were for. Just lines that said, oh, good and even better. And... <laughs> You know, it was like, what does that even mean? And everyone thought that is just a hint towards this being terrible. This is never going to perform. And then it just blows all away. That was the base level, though. That was the base level with your 8 gig and your even your 7-core GPU, your 8-core CPU. It was all very base. And, you know, it still outperforms anything I've ever used. And, yes, and for those voiceover so, users you know, who always say... Ahead, well, you know, the, the voiceover users who always say, well, you still get Safari not responding or whatever. Yeah, that's that's a software thing, guys. That's not that's not to do with that processor, I promise you. That is a software issue. Yeah. That will happen on the brand new Mac Studios as well. Um, if and they've got more power than they know what to do with, right? Exactly. So, it's so, a, so we're it's a way ahead of the game here. Issue. And as my well, question is, who's going to buy this Mac Studio? Because is it is it a pro device? Is it a prosumer device? Because this isn't a consumer level, is it? No, this, of course uh, not. No, it's not. Uh, Look, the, 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 the name alone, it's, it's Studio, it is for that creative workflow, right? If you can push out a render in, I don't know, 10 minutes rather than 40 minutes, then they're going to they're gonna sell like hotcakes. I think things. the lines they're are blurred amazing. here. I think we're blurring the lines a bit here because 
it's coming close to that. Pro- like, I mean, I was, you know, I was on now with Dave Brown this morning and we were talking about, you know, back in the day when I used to, you know, on my 286, 386, whenever it came time to buy a new PC, a desktop, it was always $2,000. No matter what it was, it was yes. always $2,000 to get, <laughs> it, it, you know, I, I want to get the best video card, but it's going to last the longest. I want to get the best modem and all that fun stuff. It was always $2,000. And I find that we're still, even today, to get a good desktop experience, it's going to last you four or five years, whether it's a PC or a Mac, it's always about 2000 on a PC and it's about 2500 on a Mac. And you look at this and at a price point of, you know, you know, 20, 2500 bucks configured quite nicely, you're laughing. So I don't know. I mean, if, if, if someone wants a good desktop experience, no matter what they're doing, and they have the money to spend, this is a good price. But if you want to bridge that gap between the creative side of things, it's also a good price. But you're getting, I mean, you're, you're getting, the lines are so blurred now. I really like it. Know, it's, what about the Mac Mini, the M1 Mac Mini, right? Coming in at whatever the price is there. It's far cheaper. And at, for most people, it's more than enough. Yeah, I mean, it's $8.99 Canadian. I mean, that's it's pretty good, pretty good value. Really, the price goes up with storage and stuff like that. Mm. Um. So, so here's fun, something funny. So I was watching, obviously, the event, and just like you guys, I was, you know, chatting with multiple people, and Mitchell, uh, Whitfield, who you've seen on the TV show and, and I do stuff with, he, we're going back and forth, and we're, we're debating about the pricing of uh, the, the pro display that they also announced, the mm, new displays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Mitchell's like, oh, this is going to be so expensive. It's going to be like $4,000. And I'm like, no, no, no. This has to be under $2,000 because they want to hit a, a market that can just go out and buy that. And that's like the entry-level creators who have a little bit of cash to spend on something. And uh, then they announce pricing of, you know, $14.99. I'm like, ha, you see, I yeah. was right. So I'd love to know. I'd love to sit in on a meeting with pricing. I wonder if it's just arbitrary numbers out there. But I think they really have to look at a board with every single product out there and figure out, okay, what are the benefits of this? Where does it fit in? Who's it for? And price it accordingly, even if it cannibalizes some other things. And I use that same example with the iPad that we're going to talk about, the new iPad Air. Like with the features that are on board that device for that price, it, it cannibalizes its own iPad Pro. Yes. Yes, I know. It does. You know, so, but that I'm sure is planned. Like it's 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 like the whole planned obsolescence of phones and stuff like that. They announced this. People are going to start buying this. That gives them time to slowly weed out the old one and focus in our attention on something new and shiny while the other one kind of falls asleep in the background and we get something new. <laughs> and the iPhone SE 3 cannibalizes an iPhone 8. So there you go. I suppose that kind of follows that. Uh, but, you know, when it comes to um, pricing, I think this is the first time in a long time I've felt that Apple is catering for the whole market now. It feels like they've kind of got something for everyone. Whereas yeah. for a while, there was a period where I thought they're really leaning towards con- prosumers and creatives. And that's good. That's fine. But there was almost that sense of, and I still feel a little bit of a sense of, you know, things are getting so good, so professional, so fast, and the cost is going with it. The, you know, this is going to be out of reach for a lot of people. But these these entry levels, as long as those prices remain, you know, if the Mac Mini becomes the iPhone SE, <laughs> then that's cool. Yes. <laughs> I'm cool with that, you know, and I think that's good. And, you know, for people like myself, and, you know, I, I'm i not, I, I mean, I use a computer, I'll use it every day for lots of different tasks, but I'm not using it. I'm using it to record audio. I'm using it for Zoom calls. I'm using it to, you know, play audio and record calls and record, you know, and do, you know, and do Zooms at the same time. It's, it needs to be And capable. you can do all that with the MacBook Air. Exactly. And I'm doing yes. it on a base level Mac Mini. And it isn't even bothered. It's just sitting back, you know, with its smoking jacket on and its slippers on, relaxing and going, yeah, yeah. throw me more stuff. I don't care. 
Uh, and that's good. I think that's a really good thing. Um, but I am. I guess the question I have, and I want to get into in a moment, is about the the Mac Pro and what that may be. We'll talk also about the iPad Air and the iPhone SE three, which I think Mark is going to be the least excited about, and I'm the most excited about. I'm more interested in the phone than what? I am the Mac Studio. But there you go. Crazy. And we must talk a little bit about that display as well, because uh, yes, I know a lot of blind people won't pay much interest, but I think a lot of low vision people are going to fall in love with it. Stick around. We'll talk about all that next on Double Tap Canada. Double Tap Canada will be back after this. This is Double Tap Canada. Have your say right now. Call or text 1-844-971-1999 or email feedback at ami.ca. Now, back to the show. You know, it's funny, all the tech in the world I have, right, my little timer I use for this show, it's a really large print timer I got from Amazon. The batteries are going. So it's like, you know, any, I think I might be lucky to get to the end of our show without this going completely off. It's just so funny. Is it like... Dim, 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 where you it's can't really yeah. see anything. It's like those cassette tape players. Remember the old <laughs> You know, I always thought I always thought switching to lithiums would be the solution to that. But what happens with lithiums is they work, 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 and they just stop. Yeah, yes. There's no, yeah, there's no dead. degradation <laughs> period. It's just over. Um, I want to talk a little bit about the uh, Mac display. There's so much we can talk about, but let, let's let's go with the display because Mark, you know, talk us through this because this, this is a really beautiful display. I, I think you're the one who's going to benefit most from this from a visual perspective yeah. if you were to down this route um uh, it's know, got a it, brain it, in it as well it's got a processor in it yeah there was there was speculation there were rumors it would actually have ios in it um which it probably has a version of it there's probably some kind of operating system in there but i mean we're starting at a you know studio display uh you know starting at 5k um with a 12 megapixel ultra wide camera built in which is great because you know for this day and age where we're you know constantly you know talking to people um to not have to add that external camera is kind of pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, a 27-inch form factor um, on the 5K version, four, 14.7 million pixels, 600 nits of brightness, a billion colors. I mean, this is definitely a, a more pro line of displays. Uh, True tone, anti-reflective coating. They have nano texture glass. It is a perfect companion for any of your Mac products, starting at 1999 Canadian. That's a big price point. That's more expensive than the computer you're going to get to drive this thing. Yes. Yeah. That's where you have to. I mean, this is where you have to realize, and and we'll we'll get into the conversation about the Mac Pro, that Apple really, this is one of those things that are clearly in that category to the far right, where it says pro people or people who really need this kind of detail in what they're doing. Yeah. I'm wondering if they will ever bring out a 24-inch version of it, because I thought they would. I thought they'd bring out a 24 uh, maybe it, well, it's 27, isn't it? So that wouldn't, I guess, make sense. But, you know, they're essentially replacing the iMac 27-inch. Is yeah, that but still it's a- basically the same size as the 24, right? It's just yeah, more screen yeah. real estate. Is that but- still available now, that 27-inch iMac? I thought, no. Is that gone? It's gone. So not even uh, saying iMac it? is just a 24-inch, yeah. It's discontinued. Wow. That's so yeah, it. It's dead. You say, Mark, about this being, you know, aimed solely at the professional market. But don't you find <laughs> it... Don't you find it odd the all the uh, uh, the the chip and the webcam and the speakers in it and the center stage? I just find that slightly slightly weird. I, I think don't that's know. just a convenience thing. I think really it is just if we're gonna put a monitor in it, you know, we don't want it just to look ugly on your desk with a camera on top of it. And I mean, think about the first Pro Display that came out. They had to have Logitech, 
build this special uh, magnetically mounted camera that's stuck yeah. on top of it to give you. And that was before COVID. That was before people were working from home and really put emphasis on things like a webcam. So for something like this to have a webcam and microphone built in, there's really just a convenience factor there. And I think it's one of those convenience factors of being like, yeah, I don't need to go out and worry about more accessories. And that's the other thing is these things always took a microphone. You got to plug into another USB port camera. You got to plug into another USB port like this is you're using up ports for something basic that really on a laptop yeah. you don't have to worry about. So why are we not doing this on the desktop? And I got to say, I suspect that this could be the best webcam out there. Because the, the, the trouble with, you know, the generic webcams is the lack of image processing because of a chip. Mm -hmm. And this is running, is it the A13 chip? A12, is it? A12? Yeah, it's well, A12, we, I think it is. Yeah. We had this argument yeah, we before. Had this. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I still can't remember. I think we still got it wrong. Um, but yeah, Either I think, way, I it's, it's, a powerful, it's a powerful chip behind it. So with, a, you know, the 12 megapixel, basically front-facing camera from an iPhone or whatever, I think this is going to be a stunning webcam Can I tell you well. something? I bought a 27-inch Dell monitor for my wife to do her her work stuff with and it has built into a, a webcam a little pop-up webcam it's got microphones in there it's got speakers on it 27 inch and it is the worst monitor i've ever seen in my life for i don't know what this is in canadian but it's 500 pounds here um so what maybe 800 Why? quid uh, 800 dollars, and you know it was just ridiculous i mean it was a cheap but poorly built and yes a third of the price granted of of what that thing is that Apple have created. And yeah, obviously it's going to be a different style and it's going to be better built from Apple and all that. But I was really surprised considering the cost, how bad this thing was. The webcam was poor. Speakers are awful. Um, you know, think back to Echo Dot 1, where Wasp in a jar and all, um, you know, yeah. terrible. And then the microphones. <laughs> and you just yeah. think, really, is that it? So you know. <laughs> the other thing I find hilarious is that you have the option now. So when the first pro display came out there, it was like, I mean, what, $4,000 or something like that. And then you have to pay another thousand dollars to the stand. So this one comes with your choice. So you could choose either the tilt adjustable stand, which is, you can't go up and down. It can oh, just yes. tilt. Yes. So it turns it into basically like an iMac and that, that included in the price, or you can choose to have the VESA mount adapter. Why couldn't they just make this VESA compatible? Like they could have. Yeah, I know. It's it's still screwing into the screen. Like this is a clear design choice to upsell the price. Yeah, because yeah. you, like, you can. But you why? pay the same. You pay the same for VESA, right? But you pay. Yeah, but you say the same. But you're still gonna have to go out and buy yourself that mount, right? So if, or you can get the tilt and height adjustable stand and add four five hundred dollars to it. Yeah. Where are really? the wheels? That's because what I want to know. Where are the wheels for these things? I want wheels. <laughs> um, I guess they're assuming people have a mount, I guess. Yeah, I just, I, I, find, and I find that fact that you can't change it. Once you buy it, you can't, I guess yeah, you Yeah, I'm sorry. Could, that, that, but, that's you know. a terrible... Oh, they'll, they'll sell that. That'll be an accessory down the road. Yeah, that's, yeah. Be, absolutely. that's a terrible Apple practice that they do. And it, it, it's totally against no the sense. end user, right? Yeah, it's all it's about totally, yeah. making the money. Yeah, that's terrible. I, I mean, as much as the monitor sounds lovely and I'd love one on my desk, I have absolutely zero need for it. Would you buy it, Mark? Um, no. Yes. <laughs> no, no. Well, you've got that 49-inch beast in front of you, haven't you? So you're not going to need... I need, need two that. of these to cover the same real estate. Do you know, I'll tell you this, right? The thing that gets me is why is it... Because I was thinking about this. If you buy two of these... Really what you want is one with the webcam in it and the speakers and one without. Why do you want to buy two that have got webcam and speakers in them? 
that would make sense. So you, yes. you did want one, that, you know, like a secondary option, like a half price version of it. They should have really you thought imagine about that. a half price version just doesn't have the camera in it. Yeah, because you don't need two. <laughs> right? It's just crazy. Unless you're switching cameras halfway through, and now from my second camera position. Um, <laughs> Seems a little bit weird. Multiple angles. I like this. Yeah, we could do that. Controllable yeah. by your iPhone, your iPad. Oh, this is a... <laughs> oh, weird. Yeah, that's like going to be wild. Um, okay, we'll talk about the Mac Pro in a minute because, you know, I want to get to the other stuff. The iPad Air. Um, so this is the first time... Well, not the first time, but this is the iPad Air that's got the M1 in it uh, for the first time, I guess, uh, which is the same processor now as the iPad Pro. Um, this is definitely the iPad Air to buy, I think, if you're going to buy one. I mean, if you if, know that the one before was terrible... But if you wanted to buy an iPad Air, if you were interested in it, I don't know why you would be. Because, again, I'm talking VI people here. <laughs> Some people might, but, you know, for totally blind people, don't buy iPads. Waste of time. Huge amount of real estate for no benefit. Um, but if you are, you know, sighted like our mark here, then you might be interested. Would you be? Or just buy um, an iPad mini? This is, you know... I have a mini. I got rid of my 12.9 inch iPad Pro because oh. I just found I wasn't using it, mm. and I really was not taking advantage of an M1 chip. Like I mean, there was just—I mean, there was no taking advantage of that. So um, I, I got the iPad Mini. It's a great kind of mid mid kind of level device in terms of function, but I like the 10.9 inch form factor for certain specialty things that I do, like my mixer and stuff like that. Um, so yeah. would I buy this? I don't. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I, I'm looking at a comparison now, okay? I have I have the 12.9-inch 12. 12. M1. I've got the iPad Air 5th generation and the iPad Mini 6th generation, all side by side here, okay? Now, the 12.9-inch still has that better display. It's got that XDR display with mm. ProMotion and True Tone. The other ones don't have that, okay? Um, you've got... The single camera on the new iPad Air and the iPad Mini, but you still have that dual camera plus the LiDAR on the iPad Pro. Again, is anybody taking advantage of those right now? No. I don't think so, right? Front-facing camera, 12 megapixel across the board. Only difference is true depth on the iPad Pro. Again, small things that, again, are you using? Probably not. USB-C connector with Thunderbolt 4 on the iPad Pro. Hmm. Maybe if you're into photography and you're doing stuff on the road and you want a bigger display to look at stuff, that's where you'd take advantage of that. But they did speed up the USB 4 on this new iPad Air, which brings it pretty close to that generation, right? Yeah. 5G across the board, Apple Pencil second generation across the board, works with the Magic Keyboard, of course, works across the board. More, more you know, variations on the 12.9 inch in terms of storage. Here you only got 64 and 256 gigs, and so it's really about the size. You know what do you need? You know mm. what do you what do you need in size? You've got the mini starting at a you know price of 649. You've got the new iPad Air 749, and then you double that to go to the 12.9 inch. Are you getting that much more for double the price? And that's the problem, you know. And we're, I think that's the point we're at now. And this is where I feel for a consumer. There is a lot of choice at the low end. And, I, you know, a lot of people tend to say buy the best, get, you know, buy what you can afford, but buy the best of what you can afford. And I don't think that's the case anymore. I'd say if you're buying Apple today, no matter what product it is, you can buy the base level of pretty much anything and you're going to get a great experience. You know, it's not like... 
dare I say, other companies. Will I say names? Yeah, okay. Samsung, <gasps> right? So you buy a cheap-end oh, Samsung tablet you know, compared to top-end, you're going to see a difference. You're going to see a real difference in product. You're not going to see that with Apple products. You'll see that with, I mean, I can't say Amazon because they right. tend to be on the lower end. But anyway, but, you know, it's it's you'll get the same experience across the tablet range of Amazon, right? Because they're all the same product, essentially, just maybe different sizes. Um, other and, and I, actually, it's not just Samsung; it's other products, especially with you know Android in them, uh, that are the same. You Oof. know, cheap he went is there. not ideal. It, you you have problems, not not with all, but you know, there's 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 certainly more caveats there. Whereas high end, obviously, you're going to get the best experience. You don't get that with Apple. So any if you you can walk into an Apple store tomorrow and say whatever the cheapest Mac you've got is, I'll take it. You're going to get a great experience, unless. I would say unless your work relies on that machine. If you're if you're being paid by what this machine is capable of, then you want to start looking at the pro level. That's that's my take on where Apple is today. And you're saying, yeah, I, I actually I agree with that. Um when you start, you know, when the price starts going up, you're talking about, you know, more SSDs, more memory and mm-hmm. things like that. It's all sort of extras. But when we're talking about the the, the performance, you know, the the CPU. Yeah, they're all going to give you great performance. And if we look at the iPads, how much difference is there between the... Because isn't there an entry-level iPad, the educational one for around, I don't know, $400 or something? Yeah, uh, that's the iPad. We're on ninth generation when it comes ninth. to that model. Yeah. Um, that still has the home button, uh, 429. 429. And what's yeah. the performance difference between that and let's say the M1 uh, iPad Air? You'd you have know? to really... I mean, you have to put that to the test benchmark-wise because... That one still has the A13 um, chip in there. It does. The neural engine, but the A13 and the, and the M1 are very similar. In and terms also, of the A13 is the same processor inside the monitor. I mean, just just get that around your yes. head for a minute. Yeah. The <laughs> monitor has the same brain as the iPad. It's also I mean, it's also like... a lightning connector. It doesn't work with the second generation pencil. Um, you know, it's it's yeah. Uh, there, there's it's... those differences there, right? Did and you also read? Did you also read that you can attach? I think the latest iPad Air and the iPad Pros, not the iPad Mini, unfortunately. You can add the latest ones to the display monitor as well, so you can actually <laughs> just plug them straight in. They'll get charged. Well, they just make this a computer out there. Come on, just give us like put on Mac OS. Come I on, know. I know, I know. Give it up already. Give us the option. Yeah. Still to come iPhone SE and a question to Mark about what the Mac Pro Uh-oh. can look like and what it even would be like as a device. A tuna fish. A tuna fish. <laughs> Stick around. This is Double Tap Canada. We'll be back in a moment. This is Double Tap Canada. Now back to the show. My timer's holding on. Just please, little double A batteries, please. Not long keep, to go. Keep going, keep going. <laughs> Um, okay, so uh, let's talk about iPhone SE. Um, okay, so nothing really functionally has changed, except if you love 5G, although who's got 5G, let's be honest about it. If you've got 5G, way you can get uh, on an iPhone SE now, um, if anyone cares. Uh, also, you no, get nobody does. three three versions now uh, of the iPhone SE in three different colors. Again, if you care about this, Midnight Starlight, whatever that is, and Red. Where's Starlight Mark? Is that white? Uh, let me let me take a look at it. I, I don't know what Starlight is. Midnight, uh, Starlight I'm is no, I think black. Starlight was like the blue. Was it blue? Let's is take it? a look here. Hang on, Starlight is nobody cares. Yeah, no one cares, and that's why I can't even find it. Um, yeah, I, 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 just, I can't imagine. It's just, it doesn't mean anything to me in terms of what that. It's like a white. It's like a white, almost like a cream white. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, 
Black, so, white, or another color. <laughs> okay, let's <laughs> right. move on. Black, white, and red. Um, and uh, you can also get it in three different flavors, 64 gig, 128 gig, and 256 gig. So you've got different sizes available here. I think this is the one I'm most excited about because... I do love. What? I know. I'm sorry. I do love. I know. I'm not saying I love it more than the Mac Studio. Of course, I love the Mac Studio, but I don't need it. Not for me, right? I'm not going to buy one of these. I have no need for it. Base level, Mac Mini, guys. It's the future. Um, but the iPhone SE three still got Touch ID, and I'm happy about that. And I don't care what Sean Priest thinks. I was, I was, uh, yes. This is like he, the slowest death of my I've ever seen in my life. Like, every, like, I mean, come on. Like, it's like, it, that's why this exists, right? It's because of that home button. It's because of those yeah. naysayers who say, I cannot get rid of my home button. Ridiculous. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. This, you might as well stick with the iPhone SE 2020. What does this give you? Um, okay, Absolutely well, I'll, I'll be nothing. Okay, so on Amazon, I was looking last night, you can get like, the renewed versions on Amazon. Um, you can probably get refurbished from Apple as well, but you can get the cheaper versions, you know, by going secondhand or refurbished. And you can get some really good prices on the iPhone SE, even the 64 gig. My mum, for example, she loves her iPhone. She's got an iPhone 8 at the minute and the battery's getting a bit done in it. So it's maybe time to move on. And I was thinking about getting an SE, but I remember my own experience of the SE, which was, it was terrible. The battery life was shocking in it. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping... That with this new processor, was it the A15 Bionic that's gone in there? It is. Yes. Um, same as the uh, the iPhone 13. It's same yes. as the iPhone 13. That will hopefully bring around, although they didn't get into too much detail, but hopefully it'll bring around some improvements in terms of uh, battery life. <laughs> that's hopefully. all I've been hearing. Oh, it, it's the A15 chip and the power management of that, the efficiency is going to make yeah, the... No. Absolute no, it won't. <laughs> it, it, the, the battery life is going to improve. You're not even going to notice it. I will tell you that much. It does depend on your usage because apparently the A15 does have a uh, a more efficient video encoder decoder. So if you're watching YouTube and stuff, yep. you may notice a, a, a difference in power drainage. Which just proves but, the point. Thank you. No, no, yeah, okay. So you're just watching YouTube twenty four seven. I mean, when you're doing your emails or or browsing the well, web, then tell you. It, yeah. it's not going to make any difference. <laughs> the battery is still going to be terrible, people. Okay, well we'll see. I'm going to get one just to annoy you. Okay. All right. 5G doesn't have the what's it called? Milliwave doesn't have the, it doesn't support that. So that's out of the window. Okay. Means. We don't use that in Canada, so don't worry about it. Yeah, not even know cool. what it is. So I don't care. All right. It, it doesn't have the U1 chip for AirTags Find My Thing, so you can't <sighs> do the price. You know I, 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 I told you. I told you before. It's an iPhone yes. BE, the iPhone Blind Edition, and yep. uh, like which it, is why it should have the U1 no, chip in it because we exactly, lose a lot of things. That's exactly appropriate. It's just like a blind person; it can't find something it's lost. That's it. It's just it's, it loses something, can't find it. It's a perfect blind phone. It's just the perfect partner for me. I'm, I'm not arguing with that. Look, it's great. It's it's great for the price. They up the price. I noticed as well. But eh, whatever. It's yeah, the affordable bit, yeah. way in. It's fine. But I just don't see the reason why they needed this one at this point because it doesn't. And no MagSafe, absolutely unforgivable. Yeah, I must admit I was kind of annoyed about that. That's one thing I would have loved. And but I, I want to also pick you up on this because we were talking on a different show about this, and I said to our Sean Priest here, uh, "Oh, you know, I'd be, wouldn't it be great if you just like a case for your you iPhone can. SE that makes it into like a MagSafe thing?" I've been searching, no. I can't find anything. Well, you're not doing it properly. Now, I will admit I don't know about the iPhone SE 2020, but I have uh, seen them for like the iPhone 11s and the mm-hmm. iPhone 10s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. a case you snap on and adds MagSafe capabilities. Well, you so, find it, you send me it, and I'll right, believe you. Right, okay, all right, fine. I will. That's your, that's I will. your homework. All right, for all the right next I will week. then. 
Yeah, right, fine. Good. Fine. Good. Right. Final word to Mark. Wow. I know, God. honestly. I thought we were going to be cool and calm this episode. That didn't work wow. out. I need a well. vacation. I need a vacation. <laughs> right, Mark, your thoughts on Mac Pro, because that was what they left us with. They left us with this tease to, we've still got one machine to go, and it's the Mac Pro. So we'll... Do um, we even need it? <laughs> well, do, do we even... Exactly. What is this going to do that the Mac Studio can't? Not Nothing that any casual consumer or even prosumer is going to take advantage of. The Mac Pro, with this kind of processing power, or the processing power they're going to bring it to the table, you'll be able to go unlimited in terms of RAM, uh, external devices. It'll be uh, an incredible rendering machine for companies who need it. And we're talking about high-level animation studios and stuff like that. This is not something that I will ever need again. I thought I might have needed it. I thought I would take advantage of it um, in terms of the last generation of Mac Pro, but because nothing else was out there that gave me that. Now with this Mac Studio, what's what's the question? There's no question here. I'm going to mm. spend a third of the cost and get 10 times the power. <laughs> Now, what about ridiculous. expansion, though? What about expansion places for PCI cards What do I need to expand? What like do I need that? to expand? What kind of PCI cards do I need these I days? I have absolutely no idea because I'm thinking Thunderbolt 4 sort of replaces the need for internal expansion cards anyway. I mean, it's not as people. fast as a hard drive or an SSD, but these days with Thunderbolt 4, you wouldn't even notice, notice a difference. No. Very few people would, would notice that, you know? So even over, like, I use 10 gigabit Ethernet in my house. Um, I can edit video, 4K video directly on that over Ethernet. So wow. I mean, it's 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 we've gotten to the point now where I think the pro level machines are gonna probably end up being back into the silo of really specialized. Yeah, yeah, that that does feel real like time it's rendering, that real time animation, things like that for real special real time. No, cases. faster. They want faster than real time at this point. Yeah, that's what people want. So. Yeah, I must admit, one of the stats that stuck out for me was they could play, this this new Mac Studio can play 18 8K streams at once and I'm on the M1 Ultra. Sure, I'm doing that tomorrow. And I'm just like, you know, it's the <laughs> Mac Pro for someone who's like, I just need 19, guys. I need 19 <laughs> yeah. streams, so, you know, it's I really enough. need... It's not enough. You know, I can't, I can't play... I can't... Who's going to need 18... I mean, I don't know, maybe someone does, but they really need 18K, 8K streams going at once? I mean, pfft. Yeah. Unbelievable. Well, it just shows, you know, when it comes down to editing, you could scrub through that timeline, you know, so quick without dropping frames or anything. I can do that now. Exactly. Well, exactly. But can you do it with 18 8K sources? <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> All right, well, now you know. Why would you? That's the yeah, point. Who knows? Um, well, listen, it's been uh, great as always. And uh, listen, keep your comments coming. I know you've been sending your emails. We are going to get to those next week because Mark is back. He has our eyes, he has our ears, <sighs> he has our mouth. And we're going to use him. And we're going to use all of them. All those Use bits. me, guys. Hang on. Use me. <laughs> Please never do no, that never, again. Never do that again. Uh, listen, we're out of time, uh, but we will be back, uh, as always, next week. Uh, you can keep in touch as well. And don't forget the TV show. We have a great TV show, Mark. It's the best TV show on AMI at the time it's on. I agree. Yes, I agree totally. <laughs> <laughs> Double Tap TV, check out all the details on when and how to watch on the AMI website, ami.ca. We'll be back again next week. Cheers, guys. Thanks for listening and keep your feedback coming. Call 1-844-971-1999 and leave us a voicemail. Email feedback at ami.ca. We're also on Twitter at Double Tap Canada and on Facebook. Can't wait till next week? Ask your smart speaker to play Double Tap Canada or listen on the podcast app of your choice. Thanks for listening. Catch you again next time.
Hi, I'm Red Sale, inviting you to download the latest episode of My Life in Books, where internationally acclaimed authors discuss their lives, their work, and three books that have resonated with them. That's My Life in Books, available wherever you get your AMI podcasts.